Welcome to Creepy Cases and Spooky Spaces. I'm your host, Cassiopeia. You can find new episodes every Friday on your favorite podcast platform. And don't forget to follow along on Instagram and Facebook for all future updates at creepycases.spookyspaces. Due to the nature of this show, some of the details can get pretty graphic, so listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the first episode of Spooky Space September for Creepy Cases and Spooky Spaces. Um, I'm super excited. As I mentioned in the last week's episode, uh, September is going to be all about spooky spaces. Um, Also, just a few more announcements that if you didn't catch the bonus episode at the beginning of the week, uh, subscriptions are enabled. You can go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. And um, at just $4.99 a month, you'll get early access to weekly episodes. You'll get bonus content and ad-free bonus episodes. There is also um, a thank you gift that I have in the works. So if you do subscribe before I get those and they have come to fruition, I will definitely reach out to you so that you can receive those. Um, I'm also now offering ad space, which is going to be run separate from the subscriptions. But if you are interested in that information, please reach out to me at creepycases.spookyspaces at gmail.com. And one more thing before we get into this week's episode, I, um, Wiccan Fay, the candle company, has actually created, well, I guess I should say I have created two new fragrances that are Creepy Cases and Spooky Spaces exclusive. And once we have those in production and we have those ready to go, um, keep an ear out because uh, along with those subscriptions, you'll be getting a discount code on um, the dual set. You can buy them separately, but the discount only comes if you buy them as the paired set. So enough of my rambling. Let's get started on this week's episode. Located between Venice and Lido in the Venetian Lagoon in northern Italy sits a quite a small island with quite a large history. Records show that this area was first inhabited all the way back in 421 until all of the residents fled warfare in 1379. Then beginning in 1776, for over 100 years, the island was then used as a quarantine area for those with the bubonic plague and other diseases. Then in 1922, it became a hospital for the mentally ill, which then closed in 1968, and the island has been vacant ever since. And from some of the stories I've read, for very good reason. 
the fact that its nickname is the Island of Ghosts. Visits are prohibited, but it shows up in shows, articles, and books, and some report it as a peaceful and serene place, while others claim it is the spookiest and most off-putting area they've ever been to. Today, I'll be telling you all about the island of Poveglia. In 421, Poveglia received its first residence. Men, women, and children who had fled from Padua and Esta to escape the barbarian invasions. For centuries, the population grew, flourishing, living in peace, separate from the laws and taxes of the mainland. Until it became quite important to Venice's defense against sea attacks and was then governed by a podesta, basically a mayor of sorts. The community then began to diminish, and I couldn't find if people were leaving or if they were being killed off somehow or if there had been some sort of population control, but they began to dwindle. And in 1348, the bubonic plague arrived in Venice and Poveglia became a quarantine colony. The people of Venice were terrified of the disease spreading as it was killing one in three Europeans. They exiled anyone who showed any symptoms to the island, and this was an obvious trip to their death. They burned the deceased, and even those who were too sick to protest on giant pyres in the middle of the island. Plague victims would spend 40 days to see if they would recover or die. Most died. The small island of just 17 acres held over 160,000 plague patients through the years. And it's said that so many people died here that 50% of the soil is made up of human ash and remains. And that also includes the corpses that were being shipped from Venice. Now, Venice wasn't the only area to do this. In 1374, the Duke of Milan exiled all plague sufferers to a field outside the city. On the Dalmatian coast, Ragusa created a quarantine station. Marseille, a maritime station in the 16th century, 17th century Frankfurt banned anyone who had the plague from attending public gatherings. And even in colonial New York, a quarantine station was set up on the island that now houses the Statue of Liberty. 
When the patients died, they threw the bodies into mass graves. Some were even still alive. And I saw some of the photos that people have taken of the grounds, and there are still bones and just everywhere and human remains. And it's just heartbreaking to see the amount of remains in these piles. It's actually pretty, it's pretty spooky to see even not being there to see it in person. We'll return to our spooky space right after these words from our sponsors. The island of Poveglia was abandoned in 1379 when the people were moved to Guideca after the Genoan fleet attacked. It remained empty for centuries. Even in 1527, the Doge offered the island to the Camadoli's monks, but they declined. In 1776, the island came under the jurisdiction of the Magistrato alla Sancia, which is basically the public health office, and it became a checkpoint for all goods and people coming or going by ship. If anyone showed signs of the plague, they were quarantined on Paveglia Island. It remained a checkpoint until 1814 under the rule of Napoleon Bonaparte who had also destroyed the church of San Vital. Napoleon also used the island's reputation to his advantage, since no one wanted to visit the island due to the death and illness, and he stored gunpowder and weapons there. In the late 1800s, the island was then used as an asylum for the mentally ill, once again, it was more a place of exile rather than rehabilitation. Criminals were even executed on the island, mostly in the form of drowning. That just made me shudder. In 1922, they revamped the poorly constructed hospital, though it was still horrible living conditions. Even at this time, patients claimed to see shadows, hear disembodied wails, and whispers when no one was around. Some claimed that it was the spirits of those who lived there and died of the plague and other illnesses, and I'm sure being a mental institution, they weren't believed. Stories about a doctor ran rampant. It's been reported that he performed gruesome and unnecessary experiments on the patients. Lobotomies were performed, surgical procedures to remove body parts, claiming that that's what was making them ill. Torture and flat-out butchery led to the, de led to the death of many patients. He used hammers and chisels, drills without any anesthesia, 
or even sanitary practices. Some say he used to poke ice picks into people's brains just to see what would move. The doctor was tormented by the ghost of those he killed to the point he jumped, or perhaps was thrown, from the bell tower that stood out on the lagoon. They say that he survived the fall, but then was choked by a mysterious fog and died. Some say you can still hear the bell across the bay, even though it was removed many years ago. And by the mid-20th century, they once again revamped the hospital and changed it into a geriatric center. And it remained this way until 1968, when the island was once again abandoned. Today, Paveglia Island sits empty, except for the ghosts of long and not so long ago. Locals and tourists are prohibited from visiting, but you can apply to take a trip, and with the shows, books, and articles I found, it seems like some folks are making their way to the island. I hear it's actually up for auction, um, but it doesn't seem like there's very many people jumping at the opportunity. Although I personally, if I had the money, would love to own my own haunted, spooky space. We'll hear all about those ghost stories right after this. Shh, do you smell that? The fairies must be whipping up something new over at the Wiccan Fae Candle Nook. The new layered candles are a must have for any candle lover. You can choose from three scents to create your very own garden soiree or Sunday yummy Sunday. And the options don't stop there. With a wide variety of scent profiles and fun names like Bitch Slap Blue and Chill the Fuck Out, you're bound to find something for everyone. Right now, if you mention the discount code CREEPYSPOOKY at checkout, you can get 10% off your first order. So what are you waiting for? Head on over to pizzaandpigtails.com, click the link in the left-hand corner, and get your hands on your very own Wiccan Fae candle. While most of the stories I read are accounts and reports from paranormal explorers, um, some are also from amateur explorers, and some come from people who actually snuck onto the island. <laughs> you can actually view an episode of Paveglia Island on ghost adventures from, I believe it's season nine, um, where the team locked themselves on the island for 24 hours. Um, in 2016, a group of friends from Colorado were rescued by firefighters who found them in a state of shock 
and panicked, repeating stories stating they had seen and heard paranormal entities. Wails, screams, and breathing from someone standing right next to them, yet no one was there. One couple who journeyed out to the island on their private boat found themselves being pushed multiple times. They also claimed to have seen lights around the island, although there's no electricity, and as they moved closer, the lights would disappear. One could even hear their name being said. Quite a few visitors have reported hearing music playing, yet once again, no electricity. And I know that you don't really need electricity to play music. Um, actually, most of the time you don't need electricity to play music. But where would these instruments or anything like that be coming from? A couple of friends visited and said that as soon as their feet touched the soil, the bell tolled in the tower. But once again, there's no bell. One group had the spirits actually tell them their names. And apparently, Paolo was the name of the doctor who was killed. I've also read that the pungent smell is so overwhelming that it actually makes breathing very difficult. They toured the island, and on their way back to the boat, they noticed that items were in different spots. Pots in the kitchen had been moved. A hospital bed that was on one side of the room was then on the other side of the room when they came back. And even a chair that was in the middle of the room that was facing one direction when they came in as if someone was watching them, but it had turned to the direction that they had gone as if someone had turned it. People report being touched, pushed, pulled, and one visitor was even very aggressively told to be quiet. Now, as stated previously, the island is abandoned and has a very, very strict no visitors policy. And unless you apply and obtain permission, you can actually get arrested, fined, or trespassed. So I recommend that if you are wanting to go visit Paveglia Island, I would go through the proper channels. Um, and that's if you can even find someone who's willing to take you to the island. Um, that is, most locals avoid it like the plague. Creepy Cases and Spooky Spaces with Cassiopeia is an Ink and Memory production. Content researched and written by Cassiopeia. Audio editing done by Ink and Memory Productions. You can find new episodes every Friday on Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartMedia, 
or your favorite podcast platform. If you'd like to join the discussion, recommend a creepy case or a spooky space, or join me on a future episode to discuss all of the above, you can reach out through the anchor.fm podcast page. You can send me a message on Instagram and or Facebook at creepycases.spookyspaces, or you can send me an email at creepycases.spookyspaces at gmail.com. If you'd like to help support the podcast, always appreciated, you can do so through the anchor.fm podcast page.